Welcome to the Designated Drinker Show, the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. I am your host, Louise Solis, and with me is my very, very talented friend who I would follow into battle whenever she may ask. The mixtress DC Gina. I love that. <laughs> For me, it would be more like, you know, one o'clock in the morning, it happened. We, we gotta get rid of this body. It wouldn't be a battle. I'd be like, Ugh, it's real. Yeah. Well, I, I you got have, any lime? No, I'm, I'm just not, kidding. I'm not gonna let anyone know whether or not you actually have made that call or not. <laughs> we should leave that as a mystery. <laughs> the great mystery of the of the women of DC. Exactly. So um, it's women's month. Continue honoring this month. Hoorah. Yes, I'd like to first share uh, a really extraordinary story of two fierce sisters. All right? And this one's a little long, but please stay with me. Um, so, long before women revolutionaries uh, were around, like Joan of Arc or uh, Catherine of Aragon, we both know them, there were two high born Vietnamese sisters um, that rallied their people in order to fight against the oppression um, in the year of 43 AD. Wow. Yeah, this is, go, we're going back in time. Um, they were known simply as the Trung sisters. It was Trung Track and Trung. Um, if I'm correct, I hopefully I get this correct, I believe it's knee. Um, she ra- they raised an army of over 80,000 soldiers and went into battle um, against um, the, Han, the Han Chinese. Um, they were being obviously overtaken by a much larger force. Um, with, with their little battalion of 80,000, um, it was led by 36 female generals. And they were armed simply with swords, bows and arrows, axes, and spears. Um, and the sisters, with their little mighty force, um, stormed 65 Chinese-run citadels in the governor's home, which successfully forced that Chinese leader out of the country. That's amazing. Yep. Um, and after that badass act of badassery, I'd like to say. Um, <laughs> I love that. You like that? Badass act of badassery. Track was um, declared queen of this newly created independent space, um, our country, and um, she reigned. She formally reigned alongside with her sister for two years. Um, unfortunately, when the, the Chinese Empire came back in 41 AD, they were a little caught off on, I guess, back on their heels and a little unprepared, and were unable to defend themselves or, or to stay them off. But it is crazy that they were able to do that for that long, and they have gone on into history um, as obviously badass chicks. Um, they are the legends are still told to this day, and within many temples, there are shrines to them that many still worship. And if I'm correct, they worship them for water because it is thought that they uh, the, the legend is that they drown themselves as opposed to being captured. One hundred percent. I would take myself out before I would let somebody kill me. Yeah. So that's it, it, now. The, yeah, that's just, real dark right now. It just yeah. got really dark, but I'm totally okay yeah. with it. <laughs> so if we're gonna like, you know, take but, over the something and like murder somebody, then you're not gonna get to kill me. Okay. Yeah. So All right. Yeah. No. So good thing I no. talked about getting the body. There you go. Yeah. Now we know. Now we know. No concrete mm-hmm. shoes for you. No. <laughs> 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 so, speaking of extraordinary women with remarkable stories that should be shared brings me to today's designated drinker. She also happens to understand strength and unity. The founder of Camp Space, Patricia Camus. Nope. Camus. Nope. Camus. Patrice? 
Camo. Patrice oh. Camo. You jinxed yourself. I did, and Say I did again. so well <laughs> with the with but the I like, the but I, like I like Patricia. I mean, I don't know who she is. But I was I like getting her. so anxious. It's okay. Do it again. Patrice Camo. That's, That's it. it. Yes. That's it. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> let's talk about Camp Space and what it's all about. Yes. So thank you for having me. I really Thanks. enjoyed that that brief history lesson. Um, so I'm Patrice. <laughs> I'm the Founder and CEO of Camp Space, and Camp Space is a brick and mortar studio that gives entrepreneurs and creatives, you know, beautiful space to build out their content, right? So um, that's content that markets their business, that's content to tell their stories. Um, when I opened the business a few years ago, and I know we'll get, we'll talk about that story, there really weren't spaces to go to create dope things. Um, and I knew that because I needed a space to do that, right? And so, um, I opened a brick and mortar space and yeah, that's what I do. I love content creators, um, specifically black women content creators. I get very excited when I see all these new things and ways that people are doing what they do and telling their story. So just to be a part of that or have a place where that happens, um, feels really good. See, I was comfortable showing my bad side, my vulnerable side to her, because she gets creative people. She gets the fact oh, that I'm going to screw up. Listen. <laughs> and love me for it's it. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, first of all, I love that you did that. So tell me, so, you know, it's not like an office space, like where people go and, you know, Right. Is it? Is it? No. Well, no. Well, actually, it started as that, right? So I am from Prince George's County, Maryland. Um, was born in D.C., from Prince George's County, Maryland. Went to University of Maryland and um, lived favorite. in the best. Like, where, where else would anybody want to go? I mean, seriously. <laughs> but I, uh, as a, I, I worked as a PR consultant for many years, and I never had a place to work remotely, right? This is when WeWork was everything, and living in the Hyattsville Prince George's County area, I didn't want to have to come to DC to co-work. Um, and I said, well, I'm gonna open a co-work space. So in 2016, I went along this journey and it's crazy because that happened. I had a, my husband and I miscarried. This was in September of 2015. And I cried and did all the things for a day. And the day after I went to Bikram Yoga and I said, I'm gonna open my space. Like, that's what I'm gonna do. Like. God took one baby, so I'm going to have my, another baby. Wow. And so then January of 2016, that's when I had the first co-work day to just build community and did that for two years every month to just, like, get people to understand. Because you can be in, you know, you know, like, you can be in D.C. and you and totally live a life. And Prince George's County is five minutes. Yep. <laughs> and there's things that exist in D.C. that Prince Georgians have no idea what that is. And co-working was one of those things. Yeah. So when I finally opened in 2018, it was a co-work space. Um, it was a place where you had a monthly membership. You come in, you work, you get all the free coffee, and you can use a printer. Um, but I needed to pivot because people were booking the space to create content. I had a lot of moms and you know, people who had these side hustles, they worked full-time jobs, but they had side hustles and they just needed a place to create their branding. And so they would do that on evenings and weekends. That was bringing much more money mm, than co-working. So we had to switch it up. I think that's really interesting too, is that when you, uh, we, my business partner and I were, just had a meeting yesterday, as a matter of fact, talking about where we are, what's happening, how things had developed and where things are like, so very successful where we thought this was going to be it and it's mm -hmm. over here and it's I think what that is is you have to have that that 
openness to hear that and to grow from that and not say so steadfast, not that you lose yourself because you are steadfast in your belief, but in what you're doing. And maybe there's a pivot point in there, which I hate that word, but true. There's a pivot point that you're like, I didn't expect that. Yep. And to be able to grasp a hold of that and take that and make that a success, I think sometimes takes maybe some audacity and mm. some bravery in that you are admitting that, okay, I thought it was going to be giraffes and it turned out to be rhinos or whatever it may Bravery <laughs> and I think in, in humility also mm. to trust that your customers may know more. They're, they should Your customers should be telling you how to move. Yeah. So when you get to a point where you're not listening to them, then you have kind of, you're missing the mark there, right? Like your customers are always going to, should be guiding you to where the business should go, assuming you're staying in the same vein, you're yeah. not hurting anybody, right? You're, it's all on the up and up. Um, and my customers were telling me that, like, girl, this is a photo. We're going to get these photos. We're going to get these videos. <laughs> and I said, okay, let's do it. Yeah. That's awesome. And then you get to be a part of that creative space. You're like an incubator for yeah. that creative space. That's awesome. Yeah. That, for me, that's the best part. You know, if I'm just happen to be on a website or on scrolling social media and I see a coach, uh, you know, a life coach who's helping all these women, right, do their thing. And I say, oh, they, that's camp. And it's just like, yo, that's that's crazy. That's the best part. And um, like we've been on TV shows and all those things, and those things are great. They help with visibility and PR, but it's those stories. The mom of three who works a full-time job and just needs this for herself and needs to go away to do it because she does not want to create in her house with all her kids. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I had and, two kids at home. Right? And so like... Just I to take be able work to calls in that. the bathroom. Alone. <laughs> you did. It's not like actually we did that the other day. We were I talking to hide like, in a bathroom. <laughs> bathroom in closet. I'm typically in my closet. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to close the bedroom door and then go in the closet and close that door too. They're in, and they're at the door. <laughs> they're at the door. I'm like, what are you doing? Leave me alone. <laughs> How is it possible that the phone rings and you need to buy and you need me? They know. But all day long I could be like, yep. nothing. They're insane. I say, I say my kids are insane all the time, and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't put that on them. But they're wild. Like, who are you? I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say, they say the nuts don't fall far from the tree. I mean, I'm okay with it. I know. I, I hear them say things sometimes. When I'm not owning totally that. Nope. Maybe, maybe their dad's tree. But I was a really great, quiet, did whatever, played by myself kid. And that's how my oldest son is. So he... My tree, but these two, the babies, no. <laughs> That's all dead. It must be somebody else's. Yeah, it's got to be. Switched at birth. They're off, they are off the chain. But no, so just seeing that, seeing that it's a space for, you know, these people, typically women, right? We're, we're in, you know, International Women's History Month. It just, it makes me happy, yeah. right? So... That's awesome. You have to do nothing else than we've all learned in the last few years. If you're not happy, then change it. Because, like, there is no reason to keep going, right? Like, none. But so many people do, though. So many people just keep going, right? And we got to change it. I mean, I feel like there's, like, uh, you know, sometimes you get wrapped up in a lifestyle, you know, and you're used to you know, maybe making place. seven figures. I say, say you're making a million dollars a year. Now you have this lifestyle that costs... Um, you know, yep. nine hundred thousand yep. dollars a year to run. Yep, and you're like, holy shit! I I, I can't not like my life. Yep. I can't do that. But what I love is the movement where everyone now is like, fuck it, sell your house, yep. live in a trailer. 
I I work remotely. I live in yep. Yellowstone half the fucking year. Yep. Like I have a girlfriend that like literally literally is a lawyer, attorney, and she lives remote. She does remotely, and she lives. She converted this crazy van into the cutest like thing, and she travels all around the country, and that's what she does. I and love it. she's an attorney, and she works. And she works. Still and, doing the work, right? And wow. she's like banking all of that, and like I feel like that's super strong and amazing. So when you said. You know, I have to change this, right? You're like, I have to change this because it's what they're telling me to do. I think there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think the universe tells you. Well, it's the you fear that change. keeps you back from doing it. It would be purely fear. I mean, okay, common sense too, but fear. Uh, fear on that is, uh, you know, I, I, from what you said though, I'm really happy that I don't have a make a million dollars a year and that I have to mm. maintain that $900,000 lifestyle you were talking about. I'm very fortunate not to have it's that. It's true. Though. <laughs> I love that outlook. <laughs> People do do that, though. They're insane. I no. Think. Well, it, it's like buying the house but not being able to put furniture in it, that right? Because yep. you've, you've gone... You've gone outside. You've reached outside. too far, and now yes. now you're a prisoner to your what should be your home where you find joy. You know, yeah. I have bought quite a few chickens these days, so <laughs> not gonna lie. I live on a farm. I live on a farm that now. Sounds so peaceful. It is very peaceful, but I'm obsessed. So there's this thing called chicken math. So when you get chickens, people are like, "Oh, you're gonna get like six chickens, right? That's enough for your family." And then you get the chicks, and they're really fucking cute, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna <laughs> get like six more because they lay all these different eggs." And the next thing I know, we had 24 chickens, Whoa. and my husband's like. What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know what happened. Well, I found all my people. You talk about content creators. I found my people on Instagram <laughs> that have this thing called chicken math where they just keep multiplying because it gets out of control because you you want all the different colored eggs. It becomes a thing. <laughs> these chickens don't lay. Now you have all these chickens. And then they know that you're their keeper. So they come flying to the to the fence and I free range so like they 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 can um you know they have a little space to eat yeah. everything natural and they like see me coming like here comes here she comes and like they come flying over and I'm like I love all the chickens wow. and I'm like is there so a dozen eggs wait hold on so I have a point to this <laughs> dozen eggs in the grocery store the nicest eggs you could possibly get like the oh, most delicious. expensive are like four ninety nine they are okay the amount of money I spend on these chickens. <laughs> If I was to sell my eggs and make no profit, it would be something like $15. (laughs) Because I literally can't stop with them. I'm like, oh, it's just going to keep going. So basically, I can never not work or live in a van because I have all my chickens Because all your chickens. You're a prisoner to the chickens. Now you're a prisoner to the chickens. I am. And not the BMW. To to birds. To literally birds. Yeah. I like, it's crazy to me. That's bird shit. Crazy. It is. Ah, that tall. Ah, yeah, I got it. That's good. It's ridiculous. Anyway, so <laughs> that's, that's, that's where you become, that's right? That's funny. Anyway, um, <laughs> I want to go back to what you said about the customers. Yeah. S- you know, small business, right? Mm-hmm. And listening to your group, your focal group's right in front of you at all times, right? And, like, I feel like that is an amazing thing to um, really come to grips with as an owner, as a um, you know, CEO, somebody that works for somebody that you know, might, maybe you know, maybe you don't own it, to like really listen to what people are saying to you, mm-hmm. because that's hard. Mm, hard in life, right? Like, and I'll be honest, like me and my husband, we're we've been married for probably like thirteen years, and we're like in the outs right now, and you know, just to hear the feedback is hard, but I promise you, on every level of life. 
you have to, you just got to be able to listen. And you also have to be self-aware. Sure. Business Absolutely. aware. And that, the, I, I tweeted this out a couple months ago. Um, it said, the, <laughs> interest, interestingly enough, those who make everything about them often lack the one thing that is all about them, accountability. Right? So if the business doesn't make money because you're not doing what your customers are telling you, or you do what your customers are telling you, but it wasn't clean, and you know the couch was kind of broke, yeah. and they tell you that you you gotta you can't take it personal, right? Like this yeah. is this is business. Make it right for them, and that's something I've had to learn, right? Because I would take it very personal in the beginning. At this point, the business is very customer facing, and I am said person that the customers are facing. It's me that they're talking to, which I need to get out of that. I gotta <laughs> start. I have to figure out how to separate myself. Um, well, but I would take it personal. Personal drama. Yeah, yeah, like I have to like get a VA that can answer calls, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, <laughs> I would take it like so personal, right? And then I said, this isn't personal. They're just telling you how to make the business better. Yeah. Like, this is a good thing. You want this feedback, yep. Yep. right? So it's like, okay, thank you so much. Everything responding with a smile because it's not personal. They're not saying my house is dirty. They're just saying, yep. Yep. I didn't. we didn't sweep. The cleaning lady didn't sweep the right way or I didn't schedule the cleaning like I should have. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like accountability. Yep. Yep. Um, so, and also I feel, and this could be wrong, this is kind of how I, the, the world we live in, entrepreneurship, business owner, a lot of times when we're talking in those, when we're talking about those things, we're talking about ourselves. We're not like talking about the service mm -hmm. that we're offering. We're like, yeah. well, I'm a business owner and I'm doing this and da 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 but I think we got to start shifting the conversation. If this is how I am serving my customers, this is what I'm learning. So, um, you know, just hearing, being accountable on all on all parts, and just being aware, like knowing what's up. My thing is when you were saying that is it's that awareness, and then in your business, you are the brand. You are you. There is no way to separate those things even if you want to. Yeah. If you go through the world in a certain way that does is working against your business, mm -hmm. probably working against you too. The truth is it's probably yes. working against you as well. Agreed. So Agreed. Um, that yeah. self-awareness is real. Because the other thing is then you carry it with you too. Mm. You know, and, and that's the part that can wear you, yeah. that can that's not going to bring you joy, that's not going to bring you um, to a happier space. Yep. So what wakes you up in the middle of the night? Yeah. You ever had that? When you oh my like God. wake up and you're like, God, okay. Uh, last, this morning, 2 a.m. Yeah. I was yeah. on the phone with my mom driving here. I'm like, yeah, I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning looking at the schedule for this conference I'm going to. And just, it's, it's never ending. It's nonstop. But I'll tell you, I am so thankful that I get to mull over and wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning for something that I love and something that I built and yep. something that I have the vision for because... Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not sure I was the best employee, right? <laughs> Self-awareness. Um, I do good work, but it was just like, yo, this is, why, why am I here? Like, this is whack. Yeah, I don't want to be here. If you're saying that, I would have to, I would say this. Like, so when I have, like, like a lot of my people have gone out and gotten different jobs like, um, from where I, I have own restaurants. And they're always like, was I going to play? I'm like, no. And they're like, well, what, what would you tell me now? I'm like, Look for the things you love about yourself and, and an employee, mm. you know, like, the, like if you're like dedicated, whatever, and then try to like accept that other people won't be that mm. right away. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You got to just kind of like always, you know, help them become better versions of themselves and don't 
input yourself on them because it's not fair. That's right. They're not. So you, you might have not just been the right employee for that position. And I, my bosses sucked. I did not have yep. great mentors. Always and I learned nice that. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I'm learning that now. Like the in, interns that work for me, my virtual assistant, like it's always just positive, right? Because like this is a this isn't personal for them. They didn't build this. This is this we gotta keep things professional. And at the end of the day, I appreciate your time. I yep. appreciate what you're what you're adding here. So I'm always like I have a I call her my little sister at this point. She was my intern, another terp, for about two Perfect. years and she's moved on. She's now like a social media manager. I gave her a raving review for her job. We link up probably once a quarter. Like you know, like these are the relationships that it's a nice forward. mentorship. Yeah. And it's important. That's, that's important. really important. Like, um, especially growing a, growing a business and growing what you want to do. Because, like, I'm sure that, like, somewhere in your plan is, like, you know, what's the next steps, right? Yep. Do I do another one? You know, am I going to brand it? How am I going to brand it differently? Like, yep. What does two look like, right? So there's, yep. like, the thing where they say, you know, one is your love, and that's what you, you're mm. very attached to. Your second one is your mistake because mm. you're going to take all the things you thought you were supposed to change and put it in two. Mm. And then it'll be your third one. You'll come back to some hybrid of why you did the first one, right. the mistakes you made in two, and the third one usually defines your brand. Hmm. And, like, it's so crazy because you can read it in a thousand bucks. You can... You could you could read it over and over again. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're living it, and you're like... Fuck. Yeah. I, I read that. I could do that. And then you don't. You don't. You know what I think we should do? Oh, let's have a concert. Let's go do it. Let's do it. Yay. Let's do it. We're gonna um <laughs> we're gonna mosey over to the bar. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. This is this is new and fun. So uh, today we're gonna make a cocktail which is um, really inspired by like tropical flavors, and we're gonna use my one of my favorite ingredients that's available seasonally. Um, they're called ground berries or gooseberries. And you can find them, um, you know, they're kind of wonderful. They're growing these little green husks and they're grow on the ground and you might even step on a few and not even know what they are, but they're delicious. And thank God for places like, um, you know, our Wegmans, Trader Joe's, you know, that say Whole Foods, it says, eat these delicious things, they're good for you. Okay? There you go. So we're gonna ungood it for you and I'm gonna put <laughs> a ton of vodka in it. And then, you know, it, that's good for your mental health. There you go. So we're gonna be something good for your body and then mental health, vodka it right up. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. I'm with it. So what we're gonna start off with is one and a half ounces of um, Kettle One vodka, uh, three to four gooseberries, one ounce of cranberry simple syrup. You're gonna get a sprig of uh, sage. And what you're gonna do is take your gooseberries and put it inside of um, a shaker tin. So we will put that in. And then we're gonna use a little bit of cranberry syrup. If you don't have uh, cranberry syrup at home, that's not a problem. You can make it very simple. Uh, it's a simple syrup. So you would use that in, in place of the water. Um, so you use like one cup of sugar, one cup of cranberry juice, and you would cook it down. And if you don't wanna do that, you could use just simple syrup in this cocktail. It just won't be red. All right, so we're gonna muddle the um, gooseberries. And be careful with them, they jump up like, um, in the shaker tin, but they're really, really lovely. And you get this like um, bittersweet, uh, like sour patchy kid kind of uh, flavor, which is kind of awesome, you know? That's a professional term, just so you know. <laughs> it is, it is, it is a professional term. And we're gonna take, um, all right, so we're making two cocktails, right? So we're gonna take one sage leaf and we're gonna put it in there and you're gonna reserve one sage leaf for your, for your cocktail and you're gonna use in there, um, so you have the kettle one, the vodka, the cranberry, and a little bit of lemon. 
Again, if you miss anything, you can go to Designated Drinkers Out Show and you'll have the how-tos and how to make the cocktails and all of the things. All right? So pour that in because we're on site. And now we're going to fill this with some ice. Okay. And we're shaking. Sorry. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah. It's such a magical sound. Right? It's like, you know, goodness is coming. <laughs> you want to shake this really well, and you could serve this over ice or serve it up, but we're going to put a little bit of Topo Chico on here. Okay, what's that? It's a... Um, Type of soda water, but it's really triple carbonated. It's really yummy, mm. and I love it. So this kind of makes it like super refreshing. But when you use any kind of muddled drink, and you're going to use this um, again, you want to kind of you want to double strain them. So mm. you're going to take a smaller strainer, so it stays nice and clean. And you're going to fill this about three quarters of the way up. Let's make sure you can see that. And all of that beautiful um, ground berry. So. So beautiful. It's one of my favorites. I'm just gonna put this over here. Gonna pop our soda water. You don't have to mix this or anything, it does it for you. It's so pretty. It makes me think of spring. Thank you. Or Miami. Inspiring. <laughs> either one you know, works. Right. Some, sometimes cocktails, like, you know, they're, you're inspired by what I, either what I read about people or what the time of the year is, yeah. and it's just really pretty. It is, right? Give you that one for Louise, this one oh, for you. Thank you. And cheers. 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 Uh, so amazing. good. The color, it's cheers. the color for me. So this year's color palette, you know, is a little inspiring, too. You know, I love that new muted, like, salmon color. Mm -hmm. and all of the greens and stuff. And like, you know, one thing I find always um, to be true about how women create cocktail menus versus how men do it, uh, or something that you know, is, you, your inspiration can come from different things. Like I read notes on guests and then I'm like, well, it's Women's Month and I just wanted it to be something that was, you know, right on time with the colors and also like just to be beautiful, just for like the women. It is, it is beautiful. And I think you're so thoughtful in all of it from all of those things to the style of glass that it's put mm -hmm. into. I think that's all of, it's the whole experience of the cocktail and it's not just the flavors. So mm. you're as ma magical as your cocktails, Gina. Oh. Magical. Magical. You like that? You magical, magical? Yeah. I don't know. Just a sleep-derived <laughs> <a> sleep <laughs> chicken mama. <laughs> And my two Chicken main hens that are constantly following me around going, Mom, oh. when are you going to stop with those birds? Oh, they're not into it? But um, <laughs> they like to gather eggs every now and again, and they'll help me. And then a lot of times they're like, you like those birds more than us. I'm like, oh. they don't talk back. Although they have attitude, I'll be honest. Chickens have attitude. Straight up. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just my time to escape, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, 100%. And so, you need that. So to make this cocktail, where are they gonna go? You're gonna go to Designated Drinker Dot Show for the cocktail recipes, or follow us on Instagram at Designated Drinker Dot Show. You absolutely lots of um, lots of great photos and little reels and stuff. You get um, to see the behind the scenes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See Gina at her at her best. Yes, mm -hmm. making I her magical cocktails. Yeah. Her elixirs. Yes. <laughs>
And the other thing we're going to do is make sure that they have links to camp space. Yes. In case they're they're uh, they're looking for that space that's going to inspire them, be with other strong women, um, be with people that get you, sure. that will push you, get you go. Further. Did so I miss it? something? Is it women only? So it's not. So no. anybody can create oh, a camp. Oh, oh. Anybody can book camp and and produce their content there. Like like I said, we've had the Real Housewives of Potomac do a full day shoot there. Love. We've had lots of yeah. different. Candace is one of companies. our friends. Yes. Hi, Candace. Um, hey, Candace, girl, come back. <laughs> <laughs> shoot a music video with us or something. Um, but no, anybody can book it. And I think, and I'll, I'll, here we go with the pivot. So we go from being a co-work space to being a content studio specifically for women. But now I'm really trying to lean into this space for entrepreneurs and creators to create the content that reaches their audiences, right? Yeah. And one thing about me, I'm going to switch it up however I need to to find the sweet spot. Um, but... The fact is, you know, we have guys that make content there all the time, and it's yeah. great, too. And um, now when you go to the Instagram, it's going to skew more women, right? Because yeah. that's just who spends the most money with us, but um, listening to your audience. <laughs> but no, anybody can create there. When you book it, you go on our website. Very easy, seamless process. You get the space all to yourself. Um, it's private. It's professionally cleaned before every booking. You have access to the entire space. So it's from the front little... Uh, courtyard, all the stuff inside. We have a beautiful kitchen. We have a lovely bathroom um, that people create content in. Oh, for makeup and yep. like hair yep. and stuff? Shower stuff. Yeah, um, yep. love that. Beautiful backyard. You get that all with your book and you can have it for one hour up to 16 hours. Yeah. It's all booked online. Keyless entry. You're there by yourself. Staff is not even there. It's yours for your time. That's wow. what's cool. Yeah. yeah. You're like totally solo. Yeah, it's a, yeah, you're you have it. You literally and and so when you book it, you we don't provide the photographer, the videographer. Um you bring that yourself, but we have so many creators and entrepreneurs who come there and they do it all on their phone. We have a tripod you can use, you bring your own and you can get all the photos, all the video you need, honestly, if you don't have the ends or the time to hire someone else you literally can do it yourself too we have lighting in there we also have tons of natural light so yeah would love to see you all yeah <laughs> yeah that'd be a great spot to do some shows yeah yeah, yeah. and that's it has fun. we have a podcast studio as well yeah, so that's fun i like that well it's time right i think so all right so we have one last question this is how we know if you listen to our, our if you did your homework let's do an episode <laughs> i have a lot of kids yeah <laughs> sorry, no. we are explicit explicit yeah. but yeah no no no, no. so <laughs> so in this day and age as you well know everyone identifies themselves with some sort of um you know animal or mythical creature or you know something that defines you right mm-hmm. If you define, maybe you you know see yourself as a chameleon. You're always a chameleon, but you can change your shade to be with with everybody that's mm. with you. If you can identify yourself as one ingredient, hmm. whether it be for food or for beverage, what would that ingredient be and why? <laughs> First thing that pops in your head, go tequila. Yes. <laughs> It's gonna. That's my spirit. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. like it's gonna pretty. It's gonna be cool depending on the tequila you got. It's gonna go down pretty cool, and it's gonna be unassuming. But baby, when it gets in your system, it's gonna be a wild ride. Yeah. Not, not many people get to see that side of me, um, but she's there, and it's life, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I love it's life. That's a great answer. Also, <laughs> tequila and coffee might be the only two things I ever need in my life. Hundred percent. Yeah. 
Like, I yeah. love that. Do we not always say that? Oh, wait, wait, I want a t-shirt that says, says tequila. Well, coffee, tequila, tequila, coffee, 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 tequila, tequila, Repeat. tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Repeat. First, well, first trademark it and then put on a shirt. Yeah. Let's do it. I'll wear them. Give me some. That's it. I'll send it to you. I was like, I love it. Yes. Thank you for coming. Thank yes. you. Cheers. Thank Happy you for Women's Month. Cheers, cheers, yes, cheers. Yes, yes, yes. Sharing your ladies. story Thank with you. us. And congrats on such a cool platform. Like, well, I love the, the way you mix the things I love, right? Oh, Business, yeah. great conversations, amazing cocktails. Thank I you. went to bartending school. You and did? I did it for a year. I was a bartender for a year. Where? Uh, no, we're just private parties. <laughs> 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 Never behind a real bar, but. It's a, it's a real thing. It's a real job. My parents, have, they were so with me. They would say, it's not a real job, Gina. It's a it's very a real very job. Very real yep. job. <laughs> very. Yeah. So thank you. I had a lovely time. The Designated Drinker Show is produced by Missing Link, a podcast media company that is dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Also in the Missing Link lineup of podcasts is Roger That, a podcast dedicated to guiding you through the haze of dementia, led by skilled caregivers Bobby and Mike Carducci. Now, if you're looking for a whole new way to enjoy the theater, check out Between Acts an immersive audio theater podcast experience. Each episode takes you on a spellbinding journey through the works of newfound playwrights, from dramas to comedies and everything in between. Find Missing Link's League of Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Please don't forget to subscribe, download, and review the shows. Your review helps our shows reach new audiences. To find out more about Missing Link, visit missinglink.company. That's missinglink.company.